Welcome to Ketzer Beketzer. We're up to Simon. Kuf Yud Zayin, Samalochus of Pesach, Sif Hey. Here the Ketzer tells us that one may not eat honey unless it has not been extracted from the honeycombs yet or if it was specifically extracted for Pesach. The Mishnah brings down there's a minog, there, there was a minog, it was commonly extracted wick, uh, and they would mix it with flour. But once, if it's still in the honeycomb, then you know, we, we're not worried that there's flour involved. Next, the kids tells us about matzah ashira. What's matzah ashira? Well, if there's matzah that was made not with water, but with some sort of a juice, something that's not water, you're allowed to have it on Pesach as long as there's no water involved in that mixture. However, the Ashkenazi minog is to aser fruit juice matzahs. Because right, once there's water, you have to wait 18, min- 18 minutes. So the Gitzah tells us that like if there's someone who's old or sick, you ought to give them egg matzahs to eat or if it was uh, a fruit juice matzah, if it was made with milk or wine. So you can't eat matzah ashira. You still have to bake it right away, even if you're not using water. Rav Moshe tells us you have to be careful, even with matzah ashira, that it doesn't become chametz. You also have to make sure that no water was involved in the baking of these of these uh, fruit juice matzahs. However, on the first two nights of Pesach, you have to actually eat matzah. Matzah with water. And you can't use matzah ashira to be mekayim the mitzvah of achilas matzah. The Torah says lechem oini, and once you're putting in fancy stuff, that's matzah ashira, that's not matzah oini. If there's no tzayrech, if there's no big need, it's also to bake matzah ashira even before Pesach to be used on Pesach. Bidiyevet, it would be also to eat it on Pesach. Even on Arab Pesach. But you'd still be allowed to have it in your Rishos. Next, the kids tells us that if one puts grain or bran in front of his birds on Pesach, so it's also to have chametz and he's giving them grain, make sure that he puts it in a dry place so that these grains don't become chametz if they got wet. If he puts it in front of some other living creature, not chickens, then it's also to put bran there because the saliva of other animals will moisten the bran and be machmetzit. Mr. Brewer doesn't make a chilek. He doesn't say that bran is more chomer. If one gives whole grain to his animals, he should also make sure to give it in little bits so that he won't have leftover grains there to become chomets. If the animals themselves leave, leave over some grain, they don't eat it all, you should destroy those grains immediately. The Mishnah says that this whole thing is so complicated that they had a minute in, uh, I guess, in Radin to sell the animals to a goy, have, that, have him take the animals home, or sell the animals with the whole shed to avoid this fodder complication. Next, it says that on Erev Pesach, after it's already also to have Hanah from Chomet, and on Pesach itself, it's also to get Hanah even from a, a goy's Chomet. I'm not allowed to smell a Goisha bakery. So it's also for a Jew to transport or to guard um, a Goy's chametz. It's definitely also to buy them from a guy, even if he's using another guy's money. The Mishabur brings down a whole bunch of reasons why this is also. Next, the Kitsa tells us it's also also to rent out an animal to a guy to transport chametz or to rent a room to a guy on Pesach to keep his chametz. Because it's usher to get hano from chametz. However, it is mutter to rent an animal for the week of Pesach, not including Shabbos and Nantiv, when it's a very vague rental. 
So the, the guy doesn't specifically say that he's transporting his chametz. Even if you know that he's, you know, he is a chametz delivery guy, that's not a problem. Because even if he didn't transport anything, he would still be high to pay the Jew for the entire rental of the animal. So the guy isn't, the, the Jew isn't necessarily getting his profit from the chametz itself. He's getting his profit from the animal, from the rental. So to uh, renting a room to a guy, even though I know that he's going to be bringing his chametz in there, I'm not charging him for the chametz, I'm charging him for the rental of the room. So even if he brings in chametz there, that's not a problem. If he doesn't bring any chametz there, the Jew's not going to charge him any less. Have a wonderful day. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.